0: This is Scott Vanderplu, and you're listening to the Artist Edition Index Podcast, Episode 37. Thank you for joining me once more as we take the written word from aeindex.org and bring it to life on this podcast. That happens monthly. Everything we talk about can be found at aindex.org. That's the site of the Artist Edition Index. Uh, most things uh, can be found on the homepage. I have been uh, making some changes, so if you're a regular listener, and I hope you are, we're going to talk about some changes I've made to the site as well as what has happened in this last month. All right, big uh, news for this uh, podcast: the Artist Edition. 2019 Dunbeer Awards are live let's get right to that that is every year this started on the forums and I took it over from there so every year we list all the AE format books that were published in the previous year and then I've set categories and we vote so that can be found that's a sticky post that's right at the top of the artist edition index website so click on 2019 Dunbeer Awards And We got the categories. So let's talk name first. I I previously I've called this the Scott Dunbeer Awards, but I dropped the Scott part uh, Make it a little smaller as far as the title goes and hopefully uh, I don't know it sounds more like the Eisner's really I can't don't have a really great reason Um, I want to read you this blurb though that I put on the um, page for the voting To qualify, an AE format book must have been published and released through Diamond using its ship date. Click the name to go to the full review. Then I list the six books that were published in 2019. Those books in alphabetical order are Berkeley Breed's Bloom County Artist Edition, Frank Thorne's Gita and Erotic Treasury Volume 2, Jim Lee DC Legends Artifact Edition, John Byrne's Marvel Classics Artifact Edition, Spawn Vault Edition 2, Walter Simonson Star Wars Artist Edition that it that's it it's a lean year and the reason I put that blurb up um, Jim Lee DC Legends Artifact Edition was sent to comic shops at the end of 2018 and they were told not to release it until January But some stores put it out early So therefore that's why I said we go by the diamond ship date the other reason is because um, There is a new book out It's a Kickstarter. It's not a Kickstarter. It's an Indiegogo. Let me get the name of it because I'm just babbling at this point. Uh, It is P. Craig Russell's The Shelfish Giant and Other Stories Fine Art Edition. Uh, That started being shipped from the publisher, Wayne Allen Herald. In December, I got my copy. But it's also being solicited and released through Diamond, uh, date of January 29th. Because that's a wide release and it's a firm date, I'm using that date. If this was a Kickstarter or a crowd-funded book, Indiegogo, um, and that was not going to get a diamond release, then I would have put it, I probably would have put it in the month it was released, which would have been December of 2019. But because we've got a diamond release, I'm going with 2020, and that book will appear in the 2020 list. All right, as usual, I did all the same categories, so let me run through those for you. Best Publisher, Best Design, Best Reproduction and Scanning Quality, Best Overall, Favorite Material, and Purchases. I just I changed the order up because I found that the first voting category, the first voting question, got the most votes. So every other year I've done Best Design, and it got more votes than any other. So I put Best Publisher up at the top, which was always the lowest one anyways and you can check the votes out I uh, so we have three publishers this year we have IDW releasing four of these books we have image releasing one and we have Hermes press releasing one I'm going to say based on the votes I've seen the big uh, big number of hits uh, to the voting as of January 1st because it went live uh, just after midnight and then Scott Dunbeer was kind enough to share that information on Facebook so we've been getting some decent votes, and uh, as always, um, first question got more votes than any other vote. Best Publisher got 40 votes. Uh, right now, I'm talking um, January 2nd. Best Design got 35 votes. Best Reproduction got 35 votes. Best Overall got 34 votes. Favorite Material got 38 votes. Purchases got 33 votes. So I might assume that, that of the 40 votes for Best Publisher, only 33 of those people purchased something? I did say on the forum, um, that even if you didn't buy any of these books, you can certainly vote for favorite material. I mean, it's just the material you like the best, right? This is just this is to give readers and publishers an idea of what fans like, what fans want to see in future volumes. Uh, I would like that, you know, if you're going to vote on other categories, maybe either you have the book or a friend has the book and you've reviewed it, like you've gone over it, you've held it, you've read it, that kind of thing, uh, before making a voting choice. That would be appreciated. Uh, unfortunately, I use three different voting plugins for WordPress, this is the one that I use every year, at WP Poll, it's what I use every year for this poll only because there's the, you can have a close date, colors are okay, and uh, it's pretty straightforward to read, so I, I appreciate that. Alright, that is the Scott W Rewards, please come on, they are live from January 1st to January 31st, I, they closed in midnight of January 31st, and then I put up the results on... February 1st. I'm going to make a prediction right now, and somebody is going to hear this and just vote to, uh, uh, just to change it up. But I'm going to say that one of the publishers is going to get no votes for anything. And with four IDWs, you know, and then two from, one from Image, one from r Press, it's tough to go that way. So far voting, John Byrne's Marvel Classics Artifact Edition, in the two days, it's a landslide. And then we have Walter Simonson Star Wars station is getting a lot of votes. Jim Lee's getting less votes, and then it goes down, down, down. So please go on the site and check that out. At any time, you can go to the you can go to the page and see. You can just click on results for each category, and they will show them. So that's nice. So please do that, and of course, please vote. All right, thank you. Speaking of polls, uh, we also had the um, December poll, which closed December thirty first, and that poll question was. Superman is the most iconic comic book character of all time. Some of the greatest artists have worked on his adventures, and each decade had its influential artist. What decade deserves an AE format book the most? I added this note. If an artist was prolific in multiple decades, one was chosen as their best representation. All right, so we had six categories. 1940s by Wayne Boring. 1950s by Al Plastino. 1960s by Kurt Swan. 1970s by Jose Luis Garcia Lopez. 1980s by John Byrne. 1990s by Dan Jurgens. Now, the voting here is interesting. Because uh, Byrne just led this thing for we almost right until the end, and then boom, Garcia Lopez got 25 votes, and that's the highest one for this. Followed by Byrne at 21 votes, Swan at 17 votes, seven votes tied for Dan Jurgens and Wayne Boring, and then one vote for Al Bustino. That really surprised me. I voted for Wayne Boring. Uh, I don't vote in the um, in the Dunbar Awards, but I vote on these monthly polls, and I just cannot believe Wayne Boring got so low this is, newspaper strips are awesome by Wayne Boring and i mean i do like the burn stuff too uh, i was not a fan of the durgan stuff and i like plastino but garcia lopez is great I you know i was looking for art and i found garcia lopez art on superman not too extensive but it is the iconic look right that 70s look if you if you ever saw that material you know what i'm talking about all right that's the uh that's the poll from december a, a new one will go up on uh I don't know. No one won't go up this month. I don't want to interfere with voting. So in February, we'll see another poll. And uh, speaking of sites, polls, I was did mention um, I changed the look of the site. I had a different theme up. I'm having some performance issues. I changed themes. I'm now using the WordPress 2020 theme. Made some customizations, put a background color. I think it's a little easier to read. Fonts are large. I added a large weekly newsletter sign up to the bottom. It was always large before. Now it's just one part, and now I've also added links to my other site, eBabble, where I review newspaper strips and European um, books. So I've been getting some hits from there. So I appreciate those coming to the artist edition index and then seeing that link and uh, clicking through. Thank you. I hope everybody likes the new look of the site. I like it I mean no complaints of course I don't have comments but i mean, I guess people could email me if they really hated it but I'm finding it's easier to use and uh, I'm thinking it's looking better on mobile devices as well all right that's the look you know the back end changes to the site I should mention at this point uh, that you can support the artist edition index three ways first way Become a Patreon patron. Support the site for a dollar or more a month. Earns our eternal gratitude. And that's about it though. If you like what we're doing here, you can support us for a dollar a month or two dollars, five dollars, whatever you'd like. Another way to support us, if you just want to give us, you think, oh, I like the site, I'm gonna give a one-time donation. That's if there's a PayPal uh, PayPal me button on the Art Citizen Index proper page. So you can always click there. It's also on the about page. And you can just provide some and the third way to support us is to use any of the links to the books Um, almost all the links amazon things from another world ebay uh, those are all affiliate links and i get just a percentage maybe one two three percent some of them are better Um, i can get up to i think it's 12 percent i can get from things from another world so that's pretty awesome um no not things from another yes things from another world yeah forbidden planet is less but uh, so those are three ways you can support the site and it's always appreciated All right. Going back to what's happening. Let's talk shipping changes. Not that many. Mm, uh, As far as I know, just uh, we had one. So Walter Simonson's The Mighty Thor Artisan Edition moved from January 29th to February 2nd. February 5th, I'm sorry. That's about the only change I think we've seen. Um, Yeah. Um, Scott Dunbeer did post... Dave Cockrum's X Men Artifact Edition, the final cover. So I updated that on the site. That looks good. Still waiting on Dark Horse to post some actual information about Nexus and Newspaper Strips uh, Artist Edition. Is this a, is this a, just a big book like the uh, Marvel, you know, Ditko is Amazing kind of book, or the Kirby's Fantastic? Those just those giant books where the it's just comic pages enlarged. Or this is this an actual artist edition? where they are scanning the original art? Still waiting to hear. All right, let's, that's about it for, uh, let's talk, there are no sales numbers for the month because no book was released in December, I'm sorry, November of 2019, there was no books in December of 2019 either, the last book we got is in October, so let's talk out of print sales numbers for November 2019, as I'm always a month behind. Uh, This podcast used to be the last day of the month, I noticed it slipped to the first day or second day of the next month. Uh, that's still okay with me. Alright. Um Out of Print Sales. Let's talk those. Alien Illustrated Story, one sold for 7210. One copy of Bernie Wright's and Artifact Edition second print sold for 119. One copy of Best's VC Comics Volume 1 Artist Edition sold for 149. One copy of Bill Sienkiewicz's Mutants and Moon Knights and Assassin's Artifact Edition sold for 194 99 One copy of Dave Steven's rock to Artist Edition, first print, sold for 105 Two copies of David Mazuchelli's *Born Again* artist edition sold for 239.50 average. I thought that would go down with the artisan edition. It still looks like it's holding. So, two copies of Don Rose's *The Life and Times of Scrooge McDuck* Volume One artist edition sold for an average of 92.38. One copy of Frank Miller's *Daredevil* Artifact Edition sold for 100. Two copies of Gene Colan's *Tomb of Dracula* artist edition sold for an average of 84.31. One copy of G.K. Kane's *Amazing Spider-Man* artist edition sold for 60. Wow. That's a bargain one copy of jack davis's ec stories artist edition sold for 76 more bargains two copies of jack kirby's fantastic Four: the world's greatest artist edition sold for an average of 150 that's cover so that's interesting two copies of jack kirby's the mighty thor artist edition sold for an average of 102 so well below cover two copies of joe Kubert's tarzan of the apes artist edition sold for an average of 56 bargain 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 those books are awesome get all those Kubert tarzan books if you can three copies of john byrne's fantastic Four Artist edition sold for an average of 84.41 a bit low again Two copies of John Byrne's X Men Artifact Edition sold for an average of one fifty seven seventy five. There's a bump. Two copies of John Romita's Amazing Spider Man Artist Edition sold for an average of ninety two fifty. Two copies of John Romita's Amazing Spider Man Artist Edition Volume Two sold for an average of eighty two forty eight. Two copies of Pete Craig Russell's Strange Dreams Artist Edition sold for an average of sixty nine ninety nine. One copy of Ross Andrews' The Amazing Spider-Man Artist Edition sold for $69.96. Two copies of Sergio Aragona's *Grew the Wanderer Artist Edition sold for an average of $87.50. Four copies of Spawn Vault Edition sold for an average of $325. I, man, this book is just boosted by that release of Vault Edition 2. And uh, I guess the people hunting for the signature, the I just, I, this blows my mind. Unbelievable. One copy of Star Wars Dark Times Gallery Edition sold for an hour $130.00. Yowzers, that is just out of nowhere. That book just sat about $30 for two years, three years. And now, major premium there. One copy of of Nick Fury, Agent of S.H.I.E.L.D. Artist Edition, sold for $90.99. One copy of Wally Wood's E.C. Stories Artist Edition, sold for $165. And then the second print sold for $137.50. One copy of Walter Simonson's Thor Artist Edition, sold for $85. Bargains to be had, here and there and everywhere. eBay, uh, you know... So, uh, this is a strange mix this month. We see some well below cost, some I'm sorry, cover, and some way above. That's wow. As always, if you wait and watch for a bargain, you can get one. It's all about how much are you willing to pay to get it right away, isn't mm-hmm. it? All right. Had two reviews in uh, in December. I reviewed the Cerebus Archive Number 5, which I bought on eBay a couple months ago and just it's sitting around. And then I reviewed Stan Sakai, Usagi Ujimbo, The Complete Grass Cutter, Artist Select, Yowzers. That's a gorgeous book. Let's talk our two reviews. All right, so... Let uh, me give you the blurb on Cerebus Archive number five. Every Cerebus fan loves Jaka. Now, thanks to Sean Robinson's Living the Line, you can own this meticulously digitally remastered artist edition shot directly from Dave Sim and Gerhardt's original artwork. It comes with an exclusive 11,000-word illustrated essay written by Dave Sim, giving you all the infor- inside information behind the creation of these pages. Front of the portfolio, autographed by Dave Sim. This was released through Diamond, so you could get the autographed, unlike the, uh, the first one. And, um, yep, it's it's Cerebus issue 114 uh, with like 10 consecutive plates. You got page 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11. I'm not a giant Cerebus fan, and I, I would be struggling to buy this if I did not get it on an awesome eBay price, and because I run this site, um, they're interesting. I guess it's a piece of history. And then, the, my goodness, the there's like three portfolio pages, so six pages total, giving you that 11,000 words, like every thought Dave Sim apparently had on these pages. It's crazy. So it's for the Cerebus fan or those who want to know the ins and outs of the of this kind of thing. This is a real behind-the-scenes uh, piece of work. Um, the skin quality is excellent, really clear. I had to look up that what the deal is. Apparently, uh, Sean Robinson. Um, does a site called living the line and apparently he's rescanning all the original art, um, for the uh, digitally remastered service volume. So that's why the blurb says that, uh, glossy really heavy paper stock. Again, not completely a fan of the gloss. You'll see some of the gloss shining annoyingly in my review images, but overall it's, a, it is a great package. I'm not sure I'd pay the 89 USD for the cover. I got paid thirty, and even then, I'm not quite sure. Uh, I watch eBay for deals, same as everybody else. I have, a, I am in Canada. I think we've always talked about this, and I have a U.S. post box. So when I come across a deal with cheap U.S. shipping, I get it to the post box, and then I go get it. I uh, ordered this sometime in the fall, but I didn't get back to the U.S. to my post box until December, so that's why it's reviewed now. Um, I picked it up at the post box and then reviewed it. Easy review as well. Portfolio is kind of small. All right. Something else I picked up in my post box was the Stan Sakai Usagi Jimbo: The Complete Grass Cutter Artist Select. No edition in the title, so I went with the uh, colophon description. If you look at the little, the book is solicited on the IDW website is something completely different. They don't even mention Stan Sakai. And then the back of the book, you know, when you when you get the book, it says Stan Sakai's Usagi Jimbo: The Complete Grass Cutter Artist Select. I thought they used to call them Artist Select Edition. Maybe they cut that edition out. I'm not confuse it with the. Uh, AEs, you know, artist edition, artifact edition, artisan edition, so that's nice. Uh, This book is nine inches by 13 inches, it's 464 pages, and it is the complete Grass Cutter one and two. Let me give you the blurb here. Stan Skies' Usagi Jimbo has been critically acclaimed worldwide since the character's debut in 1984. This artist select volume collects both storylines of the Eisner award-winning Grass Cutter epics. Usagi Jimbo issues 13 to 22 and 39 to 45 in their entirety. Each interior page has been scanned from Stan Sakai's personal archives and is printed artist edition style. Each copy is a bound in signature plate signed by Sakai and is part of a numbered edition of 999. This mammoth 464-page hardcover comes wrapped in a dust jacket that features a new cover painting by the artist inside a handsome slipcase. Released in December 2019 for again 9 by 13 464 pages $150 right now only available from the IDW Select website. No, IDW Limited website sorry. All right. Now, I got this book snatched up right away when it was announced. Awesome. Love it. I, I was able to get an uh, an AP copy, so I'm really happy with that. You know, the funny thing is also I ordered this is completely off topic, but related to APs. I uh, missed out on the Usagi U- Ujimbo Saga 8 from Dark Horse. So, again, just uh, on the Cyber Monday sales, I, th- I thought, I'm, you know, they had a good deal. I had some credit. I bought it. I had a $5 credit from the newsletter, I think. And I bought it. I got a good deal. Picked it up at the post box. And it's an artist-proof, too. So that's awesome. I was really happy with that. So nice to have a bunch of artist-proofs artist all of a sudden. Um, the Scan quality is great. Uh, Stan Sakai does a beautiful job on his original art pages. You know, he's, he's, he started, I think he started as a letter he's, He did a lot of lettering. So it's gorgeous. He You know, he puts the title of the issue. He puts the title of the, of the work. He puts the page number. It's just really well done. Pages look awesome. 9 by 13 is a great size. The art looks good. Um, If you are, you know, it's so I included a picture in the review at the bottom of three books, a gallery. I'm sorry. Yes, the uh, Usagi Jimbo Gallery Edition, this artist select edition, and then a Dark Horse Saga hardcover. So you can see the three different sizes, it's interesting. This artist select is right in the, m- in the middle of size between the gallery edition from Dark Horse and the um, Saga edition from Dark Horse. And um, yeah, falls right in the middle. The art, like I said, um, Scott Dunbar did an excellent job with scanning the art, it looks awesome. But uh, I do like the f- larger size of the gallery edition, the no no complaining there. You know, and I, I was able to ask S- Scott some questions Uh, because I got the book and I was working on the review and I sent him an email and he was kind enough to answer my questions so I was able to ask things like were any corrections made Um, why aren't the covers included in this because there's just black and white uh, scans not the original art scans Um, why are select one an artist edition is this going to be available through diamond and all those questions are answered in the review so please go online and check that out well worth it this book is gorgeous it's always awesome to have a signed limited edition slipcase book, no question. Um, when there's something not signed limited edition available to me, I normally go for that. Now, this is only available in this slip edition. So it's a nice addition to all the other Usagi Ujimbo things I have. I have the eight or nine, I guess now, Dark Horse hardcover signed sagas. I have the two gallery editions um, i'm hearing that dark horse will release one more saga i'll pick that up and hardcover assigned signed again and uh, let's hope that idw does something else with uh stan sakai and this work because it is gorgeous all right wanted to talk about something else because this podcast is is happening at the beginning of january and i would like to mention that 2020 is the 10th anniversary of the first artist edition and that is the dave stevens rocketeer the rocketeer artist edition came out in June of 2010 or was it July of 2010 thankfully I can go to the artist edition index look at my master list and see every there's 111 released to date no I'm sorry it was released in August 18th of 2010 so August is the 10th anniversary proper but this year of 2020 celebrating the 10th anniversary I want to be doing a bunch of things for this 10th anniversary Uh, I'm going to try and get some things from IDW, some information. I want to do some interviews with Scott Dunbeer about uh, origins of artist edition, artifact edition, artisan edition, and the portfolio line. And then I want to get some polls unique to this. I want to do I want to do top 10. So I'm not sure if I'm going to do top 10 IDW only. I'm going to do top 10 AE for my books. Because as I said, there's 111 right now between 2010 and 2019 released. So that's a pretty good number. I'd be excited to see that because we have a lot of publishers and then, uh, yeah, I don't know. I may, maybe I'll do a 90w only and then we'll do wide open to everybody. Maybe we'll do that way. I would like to, I was also along with those interviews and articles about the different things. I'd like to try and get some information from other publishers. Um, graffiti, Dark Horse, what, what inspired them to also do these are these AE format books. Um, maybe I'll talk to Wayne Allen Harold. Try and get perspective of a bunch of things. That'd be nice. I'd also like to. i was thinking about a Tumblr or a uh, Instagram, a daily image, uh, just using one image from my reviews. Since I reviewed every one of these books, I'm an averaging. I mean, I don't know. I average 25 images, I think, per book. So there's a hundred. You know, 111. So I'm up. got. You know, I got more than enough to do 365 days of images to celebrate this anniversary so i was wondering if i should just do maybe i was going to do five well let's see if i did i could do uh yeah really i, could, I guess i could do four or three or four pages per book and then that would that would cover every book in this time period but if i did i or i could just start with the first let's see the first uh what are the first ten First ten, nine of them are IDW and one is alien. So if I did the if I did the first ten IDW artist editions, that would give me Dave Stevens The Rocketeer, Walter Simons' the Mighty Thor, John Romini's Amazing Spider-Man, Wally Woods EC Stories, Dave Mazzicelli's for Born Again, Sergio Rigone's Group The Greenland Wanderer, Joe Kubrick's Tarzan of the Apes, Gil Kane's Amazing Spider-Man, Mad and Will Eisner's The Spirit, Volume 1. That would, I mean, I could do if I did 10 of those, if I did 30 images each well I don't have 30 images, yes I'd have to maybe I'd have to do the top 15 or 20, I don't know anyway, bantering ideas back and forth, if you have a thought on that you can always send me an email, scott at aenx.org I'd appreciate that, if you had any thoughts on what to do for this 10th anniversary I'd also love to hear feedback from that and in general I'd like to hear feedback about the site in any way any thoughts or you have any questions, I have all these books I love to answer people's questions and provide that to them I just, I'm here as an information source and I like to provide that information. So any questions you have, any thoughts, any comments, please email me. Again, that's scott at eendix.org. That can also be found at the website, eenix.org. Um, Click on the about page and that will take you to uh, my giant picture, which I haven't quite figured out how to edit that out yet. And just go with a smaller picture, but it's uh, my site info there. Email's there. You can always ask me questions. That's, uh, yeah, that's about it for this month. You know, we, you will see reviews. Uh, I think I talked about that last time. You'll see more reviews this year. I mean, six artist editions. I think that's going to be about the, or a format books. I think that's going to be the average from now on. So it's got Denver city wants for these four a year and then we'll see a couple from other publishers and that may be it. So I want to be putting other things in amongst, I have, A lot more French editions what did I pick up Uh, I just picked up I have six more French editions that I could review so I'm gonna intersperse those I mean at a bare minimum I want one review a month I'd like to do two reviews a month if I can but I'm not sure there's actually enough material for me to do that so I want to lay out things that are not in the AE format so not full-size original art Um, I have the David Mazzuchelli's daredevil born-again artisan edition I got that cheap at my comic uh, local comic shop because there was a ding on the one corner, um, so I want to review that in comparison to the full size. Like I said, I have six French volumes; uh, none of them are original art size. But again, same as the uh, the uh, Jean Giraud uh, blueberries I have reviewed two so far. I have the rest of those, and then I have I have the uh, I have the uh, Mobius uh, thirteen book he did. So There's still that kind of stuff. Uh, I'm looking around for other things if it's uh, I have that Ditko is amazing Giant hardcover that has the scans of the the, you know of the uh, amazing fantasy 15 spider-man story They look kind of gray. I don't know if they're photo stats or scans I know the Library of Congress has the original art and I've seen some things online They just there's a gray tinge to it that I just can't get out of my head if you're a listener and you've gone to the library of congress and seen the original art pages for the amazing fantasy 15 which by the way you just have to book it ahead of time uh, you have to get it they do a security clearance on you and then someone is in the room with you but you get to handle the pages it's pretty awesome I, next time i go to the washington library of congress that is on my bucket list for sure i want to handle those pages but uh, yeah so if you see a book and you think, hey, that's that's right in the wheelhouse of the uh, Artist Edition Index, uh, let me know the book, and I will try and get that reviewed as well. All right, lots going on. Lots of things to do in 2020. I don't know why I had June in my hand uh, when August is the actual anniversary date. I think it's because th- the book was solicited, and then uh, I had originally ordered that Dave Stevens Rocketeer Artist Edition because it was going to be uh, only available th- direct through IDW and then at the San Diego Comic-Con, and then they... Released it through diamonds, so ordered, I canceled my pre-order with IDW, got it from a local comic shop. Maybe that was the reasoning for that. Can't quite think about that right now. Details are getting fuzzy. You see, you got to document these things as you get older. All right. That's it for me. Another month uh, down at the Artist Edition Index. Again, uh, everything we've talked about, everything you want to read about that's... Uh, you know all things ae that is at aenex.org shoot me an email scott at aenex.org support us patreon slash find us on the socials facebook slash artist edition index or twitter at aenex all right thanks and we'll talk again next month <laughs>